Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Joining me, not in the High and Mighty studios. I am at Headgum Studios, located at Come Kill Us at. No, I'm not gonna give the address. <laughs> In a studio, guys, so if the audio is off, there's going to be no landscapers, there's going to be no dogs barking, it's going to be, this is almost professional, and it better be professional, almost, (laughs) it better be professional, because I've got my engineer Mars in the studio, who normally just has to deal with the shit I send her, and also my pod father and my pod father... (laughs) Podfather's my, friend, arguably, Podfather's <laughs> <laughs> lifelong roommate. <laughs> uh, arguably, my boss is arguably, so, yeah, very arguable. I, I report directly to Marty just for, the, for <laughs> some stupid reason. The voices you're hearing, the Jewy one is Amir, and the Hello. handsome one is Jake. Hello, <laughs> Jake of Jake and Amir. That's right. Or. Let's be honest, of lonely and horny. Oh, thank you. Which yeah. also is Jake and Amir. <laughs> yeah, Jake and Amir. It's all the same. Yeah, Jake and Amir is like the 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 like your earth signs are lonely and horny. Yes, I'm lonely. Not yeah. And Jake's I, horny. Yep. It's our <laughs> nicknames, basically. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming all the way down to d- downtown Los Angeles. Oh yeah, I have to head out in order to get home before you know tomorrow morning's uh, appointment so i gotta leave soon guys thanks for doing high and mighty technically this isn't really a true high and mighty either this is a crossover this we're doing a crossover this is the jetsons episode. meets the flintstone yeah now is it solely because we were going to do each other's podcast and then we realized that's so much more work than yes. just both putting so this yeah. is a crossover app yeah we're basically going to be doing the same show twice but we might as well overlap it so uh, this will be in a can, fire yeah we can show. make this an extra beefy High and mighty, yeah, and like that's sort of like better than two slim down, watered down. Yeah, if I were you and high and mighty, this should leave both of our fans happy. If uh, all two of them, yeah. my, my, my one fan and your one fan. So this is a if I were high and mighty. Very good. Yes, that's oh, I perfect. Love it. I yeah. love Cue it. the new <laughs> theme song. <laughs> What's up, shitheads and yeah, dudes? It's, <laughs> it's your number it's one, your two, and three fuck boys. 
Uh, so welcome to the first ever episode of If I Were High and Mighty. Maybe we'll do this on the road. That's cool. <laughs> Take you with you. Uh, yeah. And in order to really squeeze in your guys' podcast, the we're going to talk about advice. Yes. Yeah, which I think is a good idea. Because we were originally going to talk about podcasting because for me, this is quite an honor because not only were you the guys who told me you should do a podcast, won't help you make it happen. Yep. But also you were my first guests. Wow, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. I do you remember, do you remember where we met Gabrus uh, when we told him that we wanted him to do a podcast? Trenchers? Trencher, that's right. Yeah, sandwich place. In we Echo made you Park. drive across town then too. <laughs> oh Should've yeah, known. yeah. But that was for sandwiches is better than for yeah. fucking doing my job yeah. that I have a complete setup for in my house. <laughs> we should have come to you. Yeah, it's like driving here to take a shower. <laughs> yeah, but now you don't have to drop Which off I've anything done. to Marissa. Right, I don't. The have work to, is done. <laughs> the, that part is hard for me. Yes. <laughs> so it's like to take a two-hour commute instead yeah. of. Uh, sorting out Dropbox. Yeah, for like, I, I guess that takes like 10 minutes maybe. If I remember to uh, eject the SD card before I put it back in the H6 or else normally I don't do that and that's like 11 to 15 minutes. See, look how much you've learned already in those yeah. three years. You didn't know what those three words meant. Years. All it took was, <laughs> has it been three years? It's oh, right? over, right? Over. Yeah. yeah, three and a half. August of 2015. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think because I only for like eight weeks I double dipped. I did two episodes a week. And I'm up to like episode 170. When we're recording this, I'm in like 180, maybe 185. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's so many years. episodes of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe people listen to it, and I certainly can't believe I recorded them. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to listen. Yeah, oh, yeah. How much? How many episodes do you guys have out now? We're Three, over 360. Yeah, like 370. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those numbers that yeah. at a certain point becomes less impressive. Right, right. Well, you start to go like, what What are we doing? Yeah. Didn't like, anything whoa, else pan out for you? <laughs> awesome. I'll just do this until the show gets picked up. Episode 280, 360, 490. Just no, I'm flying. not pitching anymore. <laughs> Episode X, now they're in the Roman numerals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an expo exponent. It's or, like Episode uh, 6, exclamation point. <laughs> if you remember in Mario 1, there was this hack where you can jump on a turtle shell over and over and get like infinite lives. And at a certain point, the numbers- That wasn't Mario 3? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was Super Mario 3. Okay. But I maybe you're wrong. right. But yeah. uh, at a certain point, the numbers run out and it's like you have a triangle amount of lives, circle amount of lives. They like replace it because they didn't have <laughs> enough information to put like 150 lives. <laughs> They're just like, we don't know what the character would be. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. You have a square amount of lives. <laughs> So that's what number we're on. That's what number we're on. We're on square. Yeah. Welcome to the square <laughs> episode of If I Were High and Mighty. Are you calling me a square for even bringing that up? Is that why it's the square episode? Yeah, dude. That's exactly why, man. Cool. Now take the square root and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That's cool. I am root. Uh, what, what do you guys want to do? How do you want to talk about advice? Have you guys gotten good advice early in your life that you have stuck by forever? I have. I have a piece of advice that I can't remember if I gave it or if I came up with it. I feel like it exists in the ether, but it's the advice that I gave my brother when he moved to New York, and he's told me recently that it was the best advice he ever got. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like okay. this. I it's like very, this. very simple, but every time you're at a bar- Brush your teeth. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my that. dad's only piece of advice ever. Um when you go to a bar in uh -huh. anywhere, not just in New York, you're ordering shots, always order one for the bartender as well. Oh. So you say five shots and six if you want one. They very rarely take you up on it, but almost every time they will give you those shots or at least some of them for free. You'll never have to pay for a bartender shot 
And then they're also, they pay attention to you the rest of the night. Yes. You're yes. a bartender. Did people do that to you? Yes. I used to black out bartending. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I used to show up to the bar, open up, uh, remember vitamin water, like the yellow one yeah. energy? I would drink like the top half of it and then just pour like Smirnoff. Oh, uh, well, I think actually Bacardi Citrone or Bacardi Limon. That gives wow. me such happy flashbacks to like from high school until I was 30. I would, <laughs> that was like my Friday or Saturday night drink. It was with uh, lemon lime Gatorade. Yes, though. of course. Drink it just to the little, the break in the bottle. Yep, to, the, to the label. Yeah, 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 to the label, <laughs> fill it up, and then I'd like walk wherever I was going. And so just, how many shots is that in that Gatorade bottle? No, I guess it could be like four or five. three or four, yeah. I used to do that when I was driving, which is really, really bad. Jesus. <laughs> and that's another good bit of advice that I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Advice you don't, don't, don't do that. Don't drink and drive, but I definitely used to do that. I used to just get absolutely blasted and then stop drinking at like two in the morning because by the time 4.30 came around, I could drive home. But I would be like getting hungover on the car ride oh, home. Oh, no. That's a bad situation. I would stop at 7-Eleven and buy uh, Gatorade, those weird little fucking taquito things that were on the wheel, and oh, like no. and like eighty dollars worth of scratch offs every night because like <laughs> you just can't give a fucking twenty year old kid cash. You well, know, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I gotta go home and put this in a drawer. <laughs> nope, I gotta buy scratch offs to win more. My, my friend Steve was a bartender, and he used to always just have this thick ass wad, this roll of cash. I mean, I don't think he had more money than everybody else, but he just like it looked rich. It looks, it's so. Like, I wish I had one cash gig a week still, and I could be like, this is just my weed money or something yeah, like that. Your wad of weed money. Oh, that's good advice. Yeah. Just keep a wad of cash somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There's something nice about I it. I will say, so that is something my dad told me when I was young, is always have cash on you. And I still always have cash on me, even in now that we're nearly a cashless society. Yeah, do you so, ever use but cash? Like, what? Do you ever use cash or is it like the same $50 bill? No, once I a always year? use cash now. Yeah, oh, I've, I've been using cash this week and actually, I really like it. Like, I'd use cash for like tips or like to give someone else instead of Venmo. Or, um, like, sometimes you need to like tip the valet guy $2 yeah. or you want to like, uh, throw $5 into something or put a dollar in the jar at whatever yeah. you're at. It's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Having that, cash is important. That happens more and more. Like, People with service jobs where you get like a dollar, two dollars, get so fucked in this yeah. society that we live in. There should there should be some sort Apple of system. Apple Pay tips to valid. There, are, there, yeah, are, there should be you, like an app like that. That's funny. When I was at uh, when I was at um, Bonnaroo, they had like in the VIP section where like you were drinking for free. The bartenders had tip jars, and then they also had you can Venmo me at. Oh, so people were tipping him one or two dollars at a time to go get drinks, and uh. he was just like, the phone was just buzzing, and I'm like, that's a smart move, that's especially for smart. like a music festival where like the VIP section is everyone's got iPhones and and Mophie charges. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. when you're when you're peaking, when you're rolling super hard, you're like, I'm gonna Venmo you a fucking hundred dollars, man. You I gave me water and, all like, day. Laid on, laid on the gra- laid on wet grass for like two and a half hours. It was fucking. I'd awesome. rather Venmo you ten dollars than give you five dollars in cash just because of the ease of use. Interesting. Because, because like it I doesn't feel like... like real money because it's like digital money that somebody else gave me. So now I have like ninety-one dollars in my Venmo. So like I don't care if you get eight of it right now. It I'm doesn't at, affect me. Imagine the flip of uh, the flip of that though is like getting five dollars from someone cash versus getting ten dollars in my venmo. on venmo i think oh yeah cash is like there's something about <laughs> cash it, it almost real. doesn't even matter that it's money anytime i get an alert on my phone i get a little annoyed yeah exactly <laughs> even if it's like so and so just paid i i it's hate like, knock what, it off 
I just when you Venmo someone and then you like refresh your email and you're like, ooh, an email, and then you're like, oh, it's Venmo. <laughs> yeah. I just did that. I should know. <laughs> should anticipate that. Do you? What's uh? Do you have a piece of advice that you? Here's a really inconsequential one that I got that I still think about all the time is something that my mom told me, which is uh, things that stay wet grow mold. So like cups that you're drying, I always flip them upside down. Okay. Laundry machine that's shut, I always keep it open and dry it out. And I'm like hyper alert of this kind of stuff. Where like That's so interesting because everything else about like home making I don't you're care stupid about. yeah i don't need yeah i don't all i care just, about is like dye your sheets of water pink and <laughs> yeah, your shirt like <laughs> but, <laughs> my wa- but my washing machine is open and dry you'll never see mold in there it's funny though like one little nugget of information when you're young can like fuck you up for life like <laughs> yeah exactly. like that's not something that's destroying your life but no. like so- any little piece of information just extrapolates out and so much into your life. So it's like your mom's like, hey, always leave the dryer open because uh, – always leave the washer <laughs> open because you can get mold. And you're like, okay. And then like uh, 10 years later, 21 you have like years severe later. fucking OCD. And- yeah, I'll never like put a wet shirt into my hamper and close the closet door. I'm like, I know that that wet shirt plus the darkness will make a moldy, like, mildewy – I just jammed like a wet towel and a bathing suit into my uh, laundry bag before I left here. And I said to myself, you have to do laundry tonight when you (laughs) get home because you just can't let that (laughs) shit sit. It like sours. It smells awful. <laughs> yeah. You ever have like a wet towel in your car? And then like, I don't, but I yeah. can tell people do. <laughs> well, because you just put, you got to also got a mini dryer put in your car for that yeah, reason. Yeah, mini Cooper and mini driver. <laughs> My two favorite and actors. Mini drivers. <laughs> I got Winnie Cooper, mini driver. Nice. <laughs> mini wow. driver, also January 31st birthday. Really? Maybe she'll do my podcast. Do you remember Winnie Cooper's real name? Um, isn't it? Isn't she Marilyn Manson? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh, question. Danica. That's right. Danica, Danica Patrick. Dan- no, Danica Patrick's the race car driver. Yes, Danica McKellar. That's correct. Danica McKellar. And isn't she also like, like um, Blossom? Isn't she also like a physicist or something now? Is oh, she, she like, just went on into the science world. She yeah, did. I think she she's like, like a published mathematician. Yeah, like, there was or a like there that. was like some sort of news story about her a few years ago where she like published she like published a theorem yeah, appro- yeah. approved a theorem yeah she's That's got like cool. some weird like academia <laughs> level status that yeah. means she's the most masturbated to professor of all time probably bullshit right? I got masturbate another masturbate to Winnie Cooper <laughs> well I mean I'm sure a lot of kids did in the early 90s <laughs> I'm sure really they. I'm sure they did like, as long freaks. as you don't keep the sock in the hamper afterwards yeah as long as you as long as you uh, take your uh, jizz sock and lay it out on the drying rack <laughs> That's over really why I always use toilet paper I never use <laughs> Used cloth. Uh, yeah, reasoning. smart. Same reason. Like not... If you think water grows mold, jizz grows a uh, human. human. <laughs> Just a baby in a hamper. Kill me. Please. <laughs> Leave the dryer open. What? <laughs> Shmuel, no. That's the name of my child. Oh. Um, what? What's uh? <laughs> knock on, knock wood. on wood that my child. Is there any advice that you can't forget? I think I said it on one of your, the episode of your pod that I uh, did the with unsolicited Lapkus. Unsolicited advice. Well, my dad one time, my dad's big thing was a giant, a New York Giants coach, one time yelled at one of his receivers for over celebrating in a touchdown and said, "Oh, act like you've been there before." Yeah, yeah. and that's like <laughs> sort of like a a solid piece of advice. Don't be cocky, but. Act like this isn't your first time at a v- open bar. Yeah. Act like this isn't your first time at like some cool swanky party. And Enj- it doesn't mean like don't enjoy yourself, but just play it cool, Hotshot. Yeah. Because like my dad's big thing too was like Johnny New Year's Eve, Halloween. These are amateur nights. 
Everyone's out there partying. They're amateurs. You got to be careful on the road. You got to be careful at these bars or parties. Everyone's an amateur partier. Because like I was just a kid who was out drinking every weekend. <laughs> You're a professional. And he was an alcoholic, so like we had that in common. And he was, but it would be like it's amateur night out there. St. Patty's Day, amateur night. People are getting <laughs> fucked up that aren't normally getting fucked up, and you just got to be be aware of that. For me, it's just another Tuesday. But for all these kids dressed up like Santa, I, yeah, I'm dressed as Santa, smashing Guinnesses all week long, all year long. I, this fucking this doesn't even land. Five thousand hours. <laughs> I'm a professional SantaCon drunk. Um, another, this is not uh, real real advice, but like this is something I've gotten to doing is like, hey Siri, remind me to blank, 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 oh. blank, 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 especially if I'm just like home getting stoned. I'm like, oh. hey Siri, in 20 minutes, remind me that to flip my laundry. Hey Siri, in 20 minutes, remind me to go do, and it's just like the most minor, I don't even have the notifications turned on. And she just like talks to you? Yeah, or she'll just like pick up your phone to look at it at some point and it'll say like laundry. And you're like, right, 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 laundry. I don't have it like buzz or ding or anything like that. And it's that's like me trying to allow myself to be stoned as frequently as possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah. I'm like I've like built a system where I'm like, I can't be a stoner that's absolutely lazy. So but that's I have almost to... that's like a that's maturity. You're like, I'm not gonna change this. Right. So I'm gonna like be smart about who I am. Exactly. And now I've gotten really into stoned chores. <laughs> that's like my thing. Like I'll I'll do the dishes. I'll get high, do the dishes, do laundry. Like, you know, it's just something you can kind of do and it it sucks less. I'll pop a podcast in get stoned, and then just like get fucking an hour's worth of stuff done around the house. Do you ever consider sobriety? No. <laughs> you mean like- Next question. You mean like overall, like- perm- Taking a- Yeah, do you ever imagine a world where like for the next X amount of time or maybe even the rest of my life, I won't get high? I will never imagine the rest of my life, but I- uh, the, the next amount of time, I could see that. Just because I do like to do weird like self-experiments. Yeah, like your half marathon. Yeah, so I think I would try like, oh, let me take a month off weed and see like- You've never done that? I feel like you have. I've done it. I've done like, you know, two weeks at a time- for a while, I was doing no weed Monday through Wednesdays. Oh. And that was sort <laughs> Monday of, through Wednesdays. Yeah, just, three days. So you're just you're getting high on Monday and then on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's Tuesdays. <laughs> Tuesday, it's bone sober Tuesday. And yeah. that was just edibles. And I was just like <laughs> at 11.59, Monday p.m. And then right at 12 off. Yeah. Just like, hold it in, hold it in your lungs. It counts. Get, get 40 seconds into the Tuesday. No, so high, it'll take you to Wednesday. <laughs> I was trying to like wait until Thursday night to smoke my, my first weed of the week. Yeah. And that was, uh, it was interesting because I, the only thing it did, I thought, I feel like the main takeaway was that that Thursday joint was so good. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, I earned this. I took three. Yeah. And almost might be worth it to keep that alive because then you're like, never get tired you know it doesn't feel like i'm just like uh but you know like by the end of the holiday break i was just like waking up in the morning and smoking a joint like the way people smoke cigs like i was just like like, coffee oh yeah i I would (laughs) make a cup of coffee and a joint and then walk outside and i was this was like the winter on long island (laughs) i was just like oh fuck i gotta get fucking (laughs) another day of this jesus christ (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like renting a house with my friends who have two daughters. Oh, I'm my God. Jesus Christ. They're like all screaming, making breakfast. I'm like, I'll be right in. Your friend Gabrus is weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Gabrus, I love, one of my favorite things is little kids, they all call me Gabrus. <laughs> like all my friends' kids call me Gabrus. Uncle Gabrus? Some of them call me Uncle Gabrus, but mo- um, um, like <laughs> one of my best friends, his kid for a long time, thought that because I would come over and be so nice to him and I came with a uh, woman- 
my wife, who was friends with his mom. He thought, he was like, when is Gabrus and his mom, Tiffany, coming over? (laughs) 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 Adam Pally's kid thought I was like a kid like him. He was like, when's Gabrus and his mom coming? (laughs) You know that other six-year-old that's much bigger than (laughs) Gabrus? Gabrus touches his mom's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also true. Still true, baby. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I had a question. Um, All right. So back to advice. What is what's a piece of advice that you think you needed as a kid? Oh, you wish you knew, oh, or not even yeah. like wish you like yeah. I guess maybe wish you knew, or just like what what kind of stuff did you were you struggling with? What did people need to help you out with yeah. when you're like in high school and college? As I feel like we get a lot of questions of people in the in that era of their life who are like everything's a big deal. Like, I, what did you think was a big deal? I I was here's advice I could have used for real because I I was gifted is hyperbole, but I was like very smart early on. And so everything was really easy for me all through uh, elementary school, junior high, high school. Even I didn't try hard. I didn't do well, but I didn't do any work and I I got by. And I got to college and you can kind of skate through college too. And then I got to be 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. I got a life now. And then you get to be 22 or 23 and you start to, the things you want to do for the first time, you don't have any training in trying hard. Right. And I like never tried hard. So, so I didn't know like- It's I, not even like you wish you learned more in school. It's just like you wish you practiced effort. effort. I, wish someone <laughs> told, I wish someone told me that it's very important because eventually you're going to want something and you're going to need to try hard for something. That's really- and, I've never thought about that Because this is something that's come to my mind because I, I think it's prevalent a lot uh, among a lot of people I'm friends with too because it's like the comedy world where you're like- Obviously, I was like smart and witty as a kid. Then the rest of the world caught up with me, but I never had to try hard for anything. Or, you know, there's like also like the charismatic and charming people. You can get by on that. You can. can, Like I used to just make my teachers laugh. Right. And that was like, okay, so I'll never (laughs) completely fail because they they like me. Exactly. Like uh, one of the – Miss Parla Greco, one time my chemistry teacher uh, in high school said to my mom, uh, as a student, I hate him. But if he was my son – if he was my son (laughs) – I would love him. And it was like the most kind of like, it was like, and that's your mom's I, like I feel the opposite. <laughs> I wish he was my student. Uh, but, and then like now that I, there are things I want to do in life, I don't have a work ethic. Mm. I'm like, re, I'm like 36 years old and I'm like learning how to like try. And like, to be honest, the half marathon thing that I did, like there's a few times in my life where I work really hard physically for an extended period of time. And then you can really see that you've made a difference. Right. I'm so used to like instant gratification of like, Oh, this is easy. Look, I did it. And now it's like, Oh, I wish I understood earlier, like long, like working on something you can get really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've never done anything long. Like I get so bored. So easy. Like comedy is the only thing that I've always been doing. And right. podcasting specifically is like, I'm funny for 45 minutes. Here it is. You do your own shit. Rather right. than like working on a movie for a year, sculpting it, making it better. Exactly. Building and then, a story. And I think that a lot, I exacerbated this issue in me by getting into improv, which is like, arguably, like, it's lazy if you get good at it. Because then like, once you've trained in it, you're like, oh, I'm good at this. And it's yeah. like, okay. Well, the what are you going to do? You don't have to, like, that I don't right. try. Yeah, you don't have to like, I don't have <laughs> do to write you, anything. I don't have to like stretch edit. before. Yeah, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> is there anything that to the idea that you might have accidentally been trying really hard at improv? Like that, you did a lot of work at it. Right. it just because it was easy. And fun. It doesn't well, that, necessarily mean that you weren't putting effort in. Right. It, but maybe you just didn't feel like it. Maybe I didn't feel like it. Or maybe I'm okay with putting effort in if it's something I'm already good at. 
Oh, yeah. You know, like, because so, I think that might be a little true for me too. Something that you're like naturally kind of good at is right. easier to like dive in on. But rather than like a learning curve, I think I, I keep coming back to the running thing because it is something most people can do and most people don't do. Yeah. And I just knew that like, oh, I, I should be able to do this. And you can. But the issue is that it's like, there's such an obvious growth path. It's like, run one mile, get good at that. Then run two miles, get good at that. It's so simple. And it's like the most base level of like, <laughs> it's just like, keep doing it and you get better at it. And you can actively feel it. In in under six months, you can see such improvement in just running. Yeah. Not including like your physique changes or your attitude change. I mean, just like how much better you are at the activity of right. running. The amount of time it takes you to yeah. run. And it's like, and in your head, you're going like, like I literally, this is how I felt. Like I was telling people, I'm like, you know, if you like run like a couple of times a week for like 10 weeks, you get good at running and like you get better and it becomes easier and, and like, you can go further, faster. And people I are knew like, that in high school, yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, it's like the most basic principle, but you forget that, especially because I feel like career wise and, and hobby wise, we, we all have these sort of like esoteric not not necessarily quantifiable careers it's not like all right i banged out my 10th screenplay i'm really getting good at these like you know everything takes a different amount of time and plus you got to sell it there's all the subject subjectivity like running i felt like was like the first thing i've done in a long time that was like objective where it was like you are now better at this like scientifically yeah and there's proof to it because you're traveling further than you could right before. exactly and then you're like but then also on a macro scale you look at it as like when you first started running, you were like, I can't believe, like you ran one mile and it was so hard. And you're like, I have to do 13 miles in November. But then all of a sudden you're like running five miles and it's not that hard. And you're like, remember when one mile was really hard? Yeah. And you're like, well, it's been six weeks. Five miles is way easier. I think if I just keep doing this, 13 <laughs> is going to come around. And it just does. Like, yeah, that's I, crazy. The first, so like going into your marathon, you weren't even nervous. You're I like, knew it was going to suck. But I had run nine miles before it at some yeah. point. So I was like, all right, I can't meet that much harder. I'll just survive it. Yeah. I wasn't trying to do well. I was just trying to survive it. So, But I felt like, you know, it, it's a crazy thing when you're when you're doing that kind of training. You're, you get to a point where every single time you do it, you're doing something that you've never done before. Yeah. Where if you like, I ran six miles for the first time in my life. The next week, I ran seven miles that's for the right. first time. And the next week, eight. And next week, nine. And then a couple weeks later, <laughs> 13. Like, that's insane. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember like training for a half marathon and like running around my hometown and being like, all right, today's a long run. I got to run 11 miles. And and I was like, okay, like I, where should I run to? And I realized I could like run to my dad's office and back. And like, that would never, that wouldn't even be 11 miles. And I was like, my town is so fucking small. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. crazy. I, I remember being like, Tiffany was like, where'd you run today? I'm like, from La Cienega to Highland down to third down to like, and she's like, you went all the way around Hollywood. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, how far was that? I'm like, Seven miles. That's yeah, it's crazy. And it's like you could drive that in forty minutes, <laughs> or you can run it in two and a half hours. Yeah. In forty-two. <laughs> I'm fast, dude. I'm fast. Traffic's so, bad. So I guess what I'm saying, and that's a big piece of advice I wish I knew. And then something else, and this is all now. Maybe I'm also spewing therapy talk to you guys, but something else I'm working on as of last year is thinking about Gabr uh the future Gabrus. Mm. And not even like five years. I'm talking 48 hours, one week, one month. Mm. I used to just, and I almost, I still do, and I have to stop myself. I act 
for just like a, an inch in front of my face. Right. I'm like, oh, look, dude, uh, you know, Jake and Amir want to have some drinks. It's like, what? who cares what I have tomorrow, the day after? <laughs> like, I'm like, let's just get fucking wasted. You know, like I make these choices that I don't think about the future. In. Yeah. And like, I even, I mean, like, when I go, like, I don't have to fucking work on this. I could put another hour into fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and then you're like, do it. And then you're like, fuck, I should have thought about now the next day I'm mad right. that I did that because I didn't think about the headspace of being, you know? You're fucking over your future self. Right, yeah. And I'm and for no reason other than I'm not thinking about my future right. self. Only because you're being loyal to your current self. <laughs> right. So my current self. Sorry, future Gabrus, but current Gabrus was like. Yeah, he's, he wants to jerk off. He doesn't care if he's at an elementary school. <laughs> Future Gabris, enjoy jail, dog. <laughs> so that's like, and I think that dovetails uh, with what I was just saying before too, because like you have to think about eventually getting to 13 miles. You have to like, in order to get there, I have to do this today. Yeah. But these tasks can feel- that's, Yeah, that is what effort is, right? Like yeah. it's it's thinking about the results of your effort and right. like knowing that it's worth putting in all the work. There's that like quote, I forget who it is. It might be Emily Dickinson. I forget. It's like, I hate writing. I love having written. <laughs> and it's like that's like running to me but also I, you can understand that for a lot of activities yeah. it's like uh, I can't I don't want to go for going to do shows like when you're being lazy you're like I don't want to go do this fucking show you know what? and then you like do it you're like oh I can drive there oh god look parking oh fuck fuck yeah. then you do it and you're like have the time of your life you're driving home you're like there was a period of time when I didn't want to do this it was yeah. earlier it was like one and a half hours ago <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm, by the way I'm not feeling that yet I'm still pissed about driving here <laughs> It'll be later tonight when you don't have to email Marissa the episode. You're yeah, like, I'd be oh, like, this is great. Oh, I bought myself five minutes. <laughs> Thank you, past Gabrus. <laughs> Giving your bandwidth internet costs low. Um, did you ever get like uh, ever get advice? You, you know, also this is a corny saying because it's like on throw pillows and like weird posters. But it also stems to this, like, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Yeah. On the most minor level, it is sort of, the expression could just be, like, just do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Whatever the thing is that you're talking start about. The yeah. start, start the thing. thing. <laughs> start the thing. I like that. That's that's my next t-shirt. Start, start the, thing. the thing. Begin it already. Yeah. <laughs> because it is. It is like that. You're. It's so easy to just be in your head about, like, right. this is something. It all seems daunting from the outside. But, like, how often do you, like, put your, your feet into the water and then, like, not get used to it? Like, once you once – you get your foot in there, you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go in. Right, I'm here already. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like standing on the beach with your shoes on, you're like, I'm not now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the first step really is just like taking taking the shoe off. Oh, I really like this and I especially appreciate you using a beach analogy. <laughs> yeah, well, you just did a polar plunge. Right, <laughs> right yeah, I just did <laughs> on Jan 1st. Um, it's so true. Just start the thing. Like, start the thing. Th that happened to me like – I've been like, oh, I should like learn to scuba dive. I want to learn to scuba dive. I want to learn to scuba dive. Talk to a friend. Yeah, we should learn. That would be so much fun. Oh, it'd be sick, dude. And it's like, wait, should I call a scuba dive place and just see <laughs> if they can book this weekend that we're both available? And right. my friend was Curry like, sure. Gabrus is like, no, jerk off. <laughs> yeah, like, no, eat a chicken. <laughs> Keep jerking off at least if you're going to call. Don't stop. <laughs> and then you just call Louis it. style. <laughs> yeah. <hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did a Louis style call to the scuba center and then I called back with Aziz and gave, gave him the claw. <laughs> gave the scuba instructor the claw. This is also secret items on the in and out menu. Right? <laughs> it's when you jerk off into a double double. 
the Louis. <laughs> you're ba- you're banned from it. In and out, right? <laughs> no, that was a fat burger. <laughs> At In and Out, I you got banned for bringing fat burger covered in jizz into In and Out. They're like, we're not even mad about the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the you're not some eat- standard. <laughs> you can come into our sandwiches. <laughs> Please come into our sandwiches. That's like a very interesting commercial. For so on in. Um, so you called the scuba place. You called the scuba place. Got took my first weekend. I have my second weekend's booked in like February, and I'm going to be scuba certified. Patty, Patty, baby. Hell yeah. Are you Patty? Hell no. Oh, okay. My just, brother did it when uh, we were in Hawaii on a vacation once. Patty, what does it mean? Uh, I don't know. It's like PADI. Yeah, it's PADI. It's like a, a professional association of diving instructors or something. It's just uh-huh. the kind of certification you got get. it. Um. And it's like, it was amazing. It was terrifying. But it was one of those things. It's something I always thought about doing. And then like 2018, I just started. I, I was putting so much stuff off for some time in my life when it would make sense. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't get into this now. I got so much work going on. <laughs> and then like a year would pass and I would look back on that year and I would be like, I spent the whole year being like, I can't wait to do some of these interesting things that I want to do. And then right. I was like, why didn't I just do one of them? Like if I did one a year, for the last eight years, I would have the eight things done that I wanted to do. And it would be so, it's so not daunting when you, once you start it, but the idea of like, I want to learn to surf. You're like, Oh Jesus Christ, how am I going to do that? And it's like, yeah, just fucking after you do you, it once, you you're like, like fuck around with like little details. Like when, sometimes when I see my, my inbox in my, in my email, like, Oh, I'll just like respond to these really, really like menial things, order, order something from Amazon. And then, like, all the way at the bottom is, like, a movie idea that I have. I'm, like, <laughs> right. I'm the king of putting, like, momentum-building shit on my to-do list, where yeah. it's, like, cut nails. Throw, you know, like, <laughs> like, write right. to-do list. I can do that. <laughs> Cross off one item at random. Awesome. <laughs> Buy taxes. So my advice is start the thing, do the thing, and fuck it while you're there. Enjoy the thing. Nice. That's that's a big thing. Now you made a t-shirt. That's a a throw pillow in a divorcee's house for sure. (laughs) Yeah, there used to be more furniture here, but I got rid of it. You can sleep on that do the thing pillow that I still have next to the couch. If, If you, what about specific advice, someone who's going away to college? What, what advice would you give them I break guess. up with your boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> exactly yo that is that is unless it's like fucking whirlwind amazing just get out of it yeah yes it's gonna happen anyway mm-hmm. I, that's well advice i wish top. someone gave me because uh, yeah, then instead same. i just sort of did the uh i ghosted i did an old-fashioned ghost on a girl i dated for i didn't it wasn't called ghosting then it was the 2000s just stopped yeah. hooking up just stopped <laughs> contacting a woman that i was hooking up with over the summer and yeah, then even more confusing when it's not like uh kind of uh in in the zeitgeist right, right. when it's like not even something that she's like you know what happened to me the other day and like none of her friends could go oh you got ghosted baby and everyone's like that sounds like a monster it's insane yeah, yeah. you might not have had cell phones then so it's much easier to ghost it was much easier to ghost we just and then i never called her and like broke up with her and just kind of went about my school year and i was like wow that went that was really smooth and then i came home and tried to get a job back at uh this place i used to, i'm gonna leave names uh leave locations a place i used to work uh, it was like a part-time job i did but the girl's sister was the boss and she's like we're not hiring you back i'm like why she's like because of what you did to my sister i was like oh okay repercussions you interesting could, uh, you can actually sue her for sexual harassment 
sexual harassment. Yeah, oh, she didn't yeah. hire you because you didn't sleep with her sister. That's <laughs> completely illegal. That wasn't exactly what well, the dynamic was. Your honor, my client. I gotta you have you represent me in court. Yeah, you would be some kind of weird ambulance chaser. I like mean, <laughs> the facts are the case are there. Your honor, if I were you, <laughs> that's where the title of your memoir comes from. Can I just break for a second to talk about me undies, if the court will allow? <laughs> if it please the court. <laughs> We it's don't we, we don't talk about me undies on High and Mighty. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh, Mac Weldon. Hey, I got brand loyalty over here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one advertiser is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck this up for me. My advice is to do more stupid things. I was kind of the opposite. Like I was so worried about everything, even in college, that I never did the stupid things that people had fun doing in college. Like traveling abroad like 30 year abroad i didn't want to do that i'm so that's my my big one of my biggest regrets in life is that i didn't go to australia for a semester which was something i dreamed of doing in college and yeah. then i didn't do it because i like was enjoying school yeah because like, and i was like oh, but school's fun and it's yeah. like then i'll miss a comedy i miss the i miss my comedy group i can't t- i can't imagine taking a semester Oh, here's a good example of that. Sorry to, uh, I'm stamping all over it. It's okay, it's your uh, show now. I was on an improv team with th- this dude, and he was uh, Matt Moses. Shout out to Matt Moses. Very funny guy. He was like, I'm going to go, I got into Yale, into the MFA program for playwriting, and I'm going to go to Yale and get my playwriting master's. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. He's like, I know, but it's three years. I'm going to be like gone for three years. He left, got it, got, had an amazing experience. <laughs> he, and he did it like in his late 20s. And then he came, when he came back, he just got put on the Harold team that I was on at that moment. Like, and I was, he was like, I was like, oh my God, I was in my head going, yeah, you're right. Three years out of the comedy scene, shit's going to be different. <laughs> then instead he comes back and has a fucking degree <laughs> and a wonderful experience. <laughs> Everyone's still there. An and Ivy I, League I, education and a Harold. And, I, and I'm still, and, and he just like, I'm like, oh, Moses is back. Can we add him to our team? And the director was like, artistic director was like, yeah, of course. That's a great idea. He went to Yale. Yeah. And he came back and he was like, hey. And I'm like, oh man, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> I have a podcast now. Yeah. I mean, like my life was good or all that, but it was one of those things where in my head I was like, no fucking way. And it's like, yeah, you know, you there's time for everything. Yeah. yeah. And you could be a little stupid in college. I think I was afraid to like do stupid things. Yeah. I'm so mad I didn't go live in Australia for a semester. That was like yeah, my big you could You could literally go anywhere. Like most colleges are like, yes, please take this like opportunity at a free Right. And if we don't have, if we don't have a location there, you could go to another school yeah. for a semester. Exactly. That's totally fine. It's, oh, and you fucking, did you travel abroad, Jake? No, I didn't even really go to college. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know if that's one of my regrets because I'm really grateful for the way it all worked out. But it like I was when I should have been a junior, I had an internship at College Humor and I didn't I had the exact same thing. I didn't want to leave. Right. So I had a full time job basically starting when I was 20, 21. Oh, that's. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's that's interesting because it's like. Do you regret that or no? Because if you went to college by junior year, you'd be like, I wish I was fucking interning at College Humor. Yeah. I, I <laughs> right? Like that would be something that you would maybe want anyway. I feel like sometimes I feel like I had too much like good luck with timing to have done any of that stuff. Right. Even though that's like the exact opposite of what you, the story that you just told. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's true though. There, there's a element of truth there. Yeah. If, it really, it felt like if I, if I left, I might, I wouldn't have like started working with, uh, old blooms here yeah but also at the same time you might have gone to college 
made a couple of friends, come back, uh, had a great experience, come back and worked with Amir starting from the, that, at that or point. Or I might've found a funnier comedy partner and like actually done uh, some shit. I don't know if you know? that's possible. Thank you. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have to say it. Find someone funnier than Amir. Good luck. Where would you find one besides obviously this room sitting yeah. across from you? You do. <laughs> oh man, if you would have went to college, we could have been writing partners. <laughs> what would that have looked like? <laughs> Wait, we need one Amir to get work done. Terrible, yeah, terrible need, writing. You partners. need an Amir. You need an Amir. Yeah. Yeah. My writing partner Justin for the longest time. Not as you know, not this fucked up, but like more responsible than the more responsible one too. Yeah. yeah. Where did he go? Your your Amir is Marissa now. Yes, my Amir is Marissa. <laughs> Where did Justin go to school? He went to Hamilton, uh, and then he and he he's in my mind right now because we're talking about that travel thing. He was a Fulbright scholar and traveled the world for a year Whoa. after college, paid for by a grant. That's so cool. That's and that's like cool a too. fucking college life can be good. College, college can be college. That's cool. a life experience that you just can't get anymore. I've never traveled alone. Maybe that would be my advice, and I can still do it. But I don't know. I feel weirder and do it. Like it I feels can't even weirder once you're in a relationship. Yeah, or like you have a job. Like I can't leave for six months to twelve months and yeah. just. Oh, you would do like, six months and travel alone? I don't know. I mean, you could right after college. No, you couldn't. No what? way. <laughs> You're too broke. You don't have the constitution for it. <laughs> yeah, get... You couldn't handle that shit. Pussy. You're lactose intolerant, aren't you? <laughs> you can't go around the world drinking milk. I didn't say that was my plan. <laughs> get out of here, tubby. <laughs> wow, I'm not even that fat. On, on, on a minor, on a minor, like a small minor version of this is uh, I graduated college. A friend of mine who was graduating the same year as me is like, I'm moving to Los Angeles. Here's the deal. Do you want to drive cross country with me? I'll pay for everything on the drive out and I'll buy you a one way from LAX to JFK. It'll just be for the adventure. And I also got asked to start a PA job at VH1 that would have started like while I was on this adventure. And instead of asking them if I could like start a week or two later <laughs> or, um, blowing off a PA job because they were going to come around. I just didn't know. I just wanted to work so bad after college. I was like so afraid to not get yeah. a job that I took it and I think I missed out on an amazing opportunity. I've never driven across the country. I mean, at some point, I, you just did it, right, Jake? I've done it six times. I've, I've done it too much. Yeah, that's too often. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Kansas a yeah, lot. Yeah, don't you want Delta miles? <laughs> <laughs> Six times is an insane amount of times. Yeah, it's a driven lot. Across but I, I've done it differently every single time. And I really, I love it. I can't get enough of uh, it. That's so awesome. Did you drive the truck? Yeah, I drove the truck. Barely, barely got it back. I told I told um our, my mechanic that it, I was like, do you think that it can make it? I got it tuned up. And he was like, 50-50. What? And you just still filled it up with shit and drove? It, yeah. And I did not tell Jill. <laughs> Not till he, we said, got, he said 95.5. <laughs> not until we got to, to New York. I was like, the, no one thought this was going to be yeah. That's fucking awesome. Was yeah. that a great experience though? Yeah, it really yeah. was. It was awesome. I want to I do that at some point. I just, it feels, I want to ride the train across the country too. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. I, I, think, I think you could do that like as first class as possible too, just yeah. to like have Wi-Fi in a, your own toilet. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all I need, man. I'm just sitting on the shitter coffee, looking at my phone the entire weed time. Pen. Yeah. yeah, that's all I was thinking. I was like, edibles, vape pen, and a fucking t t uh, t 10 days on a train. Yeah, just like a light buzz the entire time. <laughs> just interacting with every old fucking weirdo. Oh, why are you on the train? Oh, because you're on the no-fly list. Okay, well, <laughs> let me not engage with you anymore. <laughs> We're sharing a bunk. <laughs> Doing... 
This also that what we're all describing is also do the thing, start the thing. Yeah, get yeah. out of your comfort zone. I think yeah. is like is a is a good one. Break up with your break up with your partner. And go in. I would say in college, like overall, a good advice is find your tribe. Like just find the people. You know. You mean other Jews? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And find them. That's cool. And kill them. Whoa! <laughs> Twist. Hunt them and kill them. No, uh, like because. You can spend so long trying to find a way to fit in with people or you can meet people that you fit in with like naturally. And it's just like, oh, this is who I am. And I think that's why getting out of your hometown or getting at least to a new place or going, you know, somewhere is the way to do that. Like you're not going to find it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I think I I showed up at College Humor with zero friends from college. Like right. I and I met all of my friends there. Right, right. That'll That'll happen. Yeah. Or you go away to college and you're like holy shit, like, I found this, like, group of weirdos and, like, we all like the same shit and now, like, not only do I, we all like the same shit, but I'm learning about cool stuff from them. I'm like, oh, I like, I like this movie. Oh, if you like this movie, you should check out this movie. Yeah. Oh, and, like, you can, like, really get what you want out of life from friends. It's really, yeah, it's really true. Like, if you dig, if you, like, get into the weeds and figure out what you like and immerse yourself in that rather than just, like, going to school and being like, all right, I guess I'll join a frat because, like, that's how people meet friends. Or maybe you meet a couple of guys in a frat and they seem really cool and you like them and you're like, oh, if this is what these guys at that frat are like, I'll join it. But don't join it because it's the cool frat. Join it because you feel like these could be good, like, these guys have something in common with Were you in a frat? No, but I played rugby, so it was like sort of <laughs> de facto. It was a club sport. I mean, it's like a club sport. So it's the not- house was there a rugby house? There was a rugby house. Did you yeah. live there? No, I did not. Was I it- lived in. I lived in. I, this is a stupid brag, but I lived in a house <laughs> my senior year that was cooler than all of the fraternity houses and sports houses. We lived in like we lived at ninety five Sunset in Poughkeepsie, New York. Called called the house was called Sunset. And everyone knew about us because we were fucking all like alpha insane assholes. And we just <laughs> throw parties. How and many sh- dudes? It was eight guys in a two family house. Oh my God. Yeah. We had three. We had The house had technically three kitchens. One of the conv- ki- kitchens was converted to a bedroom a long time ago. And I stayed in that room. I had cabinets all around my bedroom. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Filled with all great. my clothes and shit like that. I just had a bed, a desk, and uh, a dresser, and then everything was in cabinets. <laughs> That's so funny. There was That's a blender so by your bed. <laughs> yeah. I would just like shit in the full sink that I had there. <laughs> Let, leave the stove on in the window. Oh, you're out of bidet. That's cool. It's squirting the wrong way, but I can get there. I'll figure it out. I'll just get myself upside down. <laughs> so we, I lived, I lived like a very movie frat life without being in a frat you yeah. know like my college experience was very like getting fucked up throwing huge parties doing insane like quote-unquote pranks which are just vandalism you know? <laughs> and you never had to get hazed for it never had there is like one hazing for like joining a sports team usually too like there's like rookie initiation and we had like light hazing but it's a club sport so no one's that committed so it's not like I dedicated my life to fucking seven days a week of rowing crew. We're going to fucking annihilate the freshmen. The rugby players were like, we just got duct taped together for like three hours, like face to face with everyone got paired with someone around their size. And we had to like the 10 rookies had to finish one keg doing only keg stands as two dudes. Oh my God. Like two dudes taped together. So me and the other biggest guy on the team are just duct taped together. His nickname was all stot. Uh, named after back. named after like the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay. Line, the Tampa Bay <laughs> running back who was uh, like a tough little dude, and we got taped together and just got flipped upside down. And then like the two more guys would come over and we just kept kept going. Oh, that was my God. initiation. How many beers are in a keg? How many cans of beers? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I forget. 
I feel like someone one I we did the math one time. How many I feel did? like we did the math one time. I'm sure that's <laughs> we like, so drunk. I'm sure that's like a Google Googleable. 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 Bingable. It's Bing. <laughs> oh my God, that's how Bing wins. Siri. Siri. <laughs> Bing many... it, baby. <laughs> I the Microsoft Apple shit is very funny to me. Like, and it's mo- always most apparent during the NFL games when it's like, refs taking a look at the surface. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. It feels weird. It's a, just call it a tablet. <laughs> it's the only Microsoft surface in the world, is this Ed Hocules on it. <laughs> Ed Hocules is breaking it with his fucking forearms. Hoorah! 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 <laughs> Um, what what about advice for someone who's starting a new job? Ooh. Oh, actually, we got an email uh, asking us a question, and we answered it, and the lady said she ended up getting a new job, and one of her uh, unsolicited advices that she had that a lot of people appreciated is that after you interview somewhere, send an email following up to thank the people that interviewed you. And a lot of people don't do that, and it like separates you from the rest of the crowd. Yes, interesting. Yes. So I didn't even know that advice. other people didn't. I always follow up. You, there's nothing. If you get their contact info, there's nothing wrong with following up. With yeah. yeah. Oh, you should definitely yeah. follow. That's up. That's sort of before you get the job. But advice from this lady who uh, emailed our show, and uh, that's cool. I like that sound advice. Um, very. Uh, I a simple work advice I would give if you start a new job is no one ever hate you for being honest. Like you can't get yourself into trouble for being honest. Like you can, as long as you, cause you, you know, a lot of people who like say one thing to one person, say something, and then they find themselves like a slave to two masters or whatever. Mm. All you have to do is just keep, keep the fucking ship going straight. It doesn't even have to be correct. You don't even have to be going in the right direction. Just always be like, this is who I am. This is how I am. This is how I feel about this thing we're talking about. Yeah. And I feel like just because it's very easy to be like, I need to tell all these people what they need to hear. I'm not saying right. be, an, be an asshole, but I'm saying like at some point, if you're trying to like impress different people, it's all going to come folding. It's the old, uh, uh, it, recently I was listening to a podcast called Last Scene. If you haven't, I recommended it to you. I don't know if you listened to it on the road. Oh, no, I was it's listening the, to the, uh, the Manson one you recommended. Oh, actually, how good though. is that though? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, uh, you must remember this, the M- Manson Murders miniseries for listeners is fucking Phenomenal. awesome. You Wait till you find out, I won't give you any spoilers, but wait till you find out how connected the Beach Boys are to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> a little too connected, yeah. if you ask me. Wouldn't uh, it be nice was all about, you know, Wouldn't it be nice if Charlie wars. would leave? <laughs> if we can get Charlie out of this party. Um, uh, the, uh, this podcast, Last Scene, which was about like a Boston art heist, one of the guys who's an undercover FBI agent says- I always use my real first name and my real kids' names and my real child where I grew up because those lies are the easiest to maintain. <laughs> and it is like – that's like granted like a very specific case if you're undercover somewhere. <laughs> but blow that out to like real life. And if you just never bullshit anyone, you're never going to get caught in like a hypocri- hip- hypocritic moment or a yeah. hypocritic moment or anything like that. That's very true. And also I think a lot of the time you – or at least I do this like – I'll tell a white lie to smooth something over and then it like, but as it gets blown out of proportion and like things get worse, everyone's like, well, why, like, why don't you just tell me the truth? Right. Now it's worse. It's like I was protecting you. And now, like, I no. look, and now we're fucked right. anyway. So yeah. it's weird because like Jake in the moment, current Gabrus, current Jake is like, I'm doing the right thing. But future Jake is like, no, no, no. Yeah, you're if you all, like, it's only if you get actually worse. care about somebody, if you actually care about something, if you care about doing the right thing, which you do because you're lying, so no one gets hurt, 
think about like the future where people are actually getting hurt. Right. And tell it's the truth it, it's then. so it's so simple, but so hard to wrap your head around at the same time. It is. You're like all I have to do. I'm realizing I don't have to have uh, headphones on. For oh this. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so tired of hearing in. my own voice. I'm like I got Mars here. She's like good at this. <laughs> I don't wear headphones in my own house. I don't even look at it. <laughs> Those are plugged in. <laughs> okay. I was just listening to a different podcast this whole time. It was very difficult to keep up with the conversation. Um, the other thing that I that I realized, I think, like kind of in the middle of my time working at College Humor is that no one is trying to fuck you over. Like I would, I would it's, get my head. It's would, a super rare case. Yes. I would get so worked trying, up being like, this boss hates me. This guy hates me. And they're like trying to fuck me. Like, no, no one. It's really rare that somebody is like actively evil trying to fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and the, if they worst, are, they're not thinking it's about not, you. It's not just you. They're right. trying to fuck like everyone because they're monsters yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So but I think I, there's no one like with a specific vendetta against Yeah. You. Just like, don't, if if things aren't going your way, don't think someone's trying to fuck you. Think instead they're probably, it's just not occurring to them. Right. You aren't on the top of everybody's mind. Oh, dude, that's huge advice is like, and it's hard to hear. And they when you just say to someone, honestly, they're probably not even thinking of it. <laughs> like, and it's such a true thing because we can overanalyze any interaction you've ever had, especially like where you're like, okay, I got a job interview. You're like interview with someone. You're like, I can't believe I said uh, Wendy instead of Wednesday or whatever. Oh, and it's yeah. like, they have no, and then you do something where you send an email and you're like, hey, sorry about that thing I said. And they're like, what are you talking about? And you're like, right. fuck. Now I'm like right. in too deep explaining my own, like lighting my own fucking house on fire at yeah. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> but it's such a true thing where it's like, and it's humiliating to think, like it's humbling to think about. But more often than not, the person you're stressed about you're not on their mind. Yeah. Oh, so the Don, it's, uh, I think it happens in uh, Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, Pete, he, he Pete goes, Pete, what, he goes, like, what do you, like, yeah. Been, oh, fuck. The guy in the elevator, right? Pete it's Campbell. Pete Campbell is like, yeah, what do you, like, what do you think about this or something? I don't remember. But no, Don, he's Don, like, you know, I don't like you very much. And he goes, you know, I don't think about you at all. Or yeah. Something. Oh, that's yeah. great. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. true. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. He didn't think about Pete Campbell at all. <laughs> he didn't think about much of anything, unfortunately. <laughs> Don's the man. <laughs> So that's fucking the moral of the story, right? That's what you took right? away from <laughs> Mad Men. Absolutely, that's I either want to be uh, Don Draper or Walter White. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the last season. I'm of the either. one who knocks. <laughs> that's really funny. Someone awesome, who never right? watched the last season of uh, Breaking Bad is like, I lo- I'm going to be like Walter White. <laughs> I want to be like Heisenberg. <laughs> Yo, I'm like Gandalf. I'm like Tony Soprano, dude. <laughs> Dude's like, a kingpin. He's a hero. Uh, here, here's a piece of advice that I got at a good point in my life that I kind of spew to people all the time. It's hyper specific maybe to the creative industry. But when I was a PA at VH1, I was talking to one of the guys who was a writer on Best Week Ever. My Shout out to Kevin Marr. I say to Kevin, I'm like, I think I want to like focus on comedy more. And he's like, well, I don't know if you're going to ever have the time to do what you want to do as a PA. He's like, you make, I'm like, you make this much money. Do you know for unemployment, you make almost that much money, mm. but then you're free all the time. He's like, you get six months. I say, leave, take six months of unemployment and focus on whatever you want. He goes, the one thing you have to keep in mind though is when the six months are up, you need to be able to look back at it and say, hey, I did blank. And he goes, I mean, even if it is, I watched all of Deadwood. Or like, you know, I've seen it. Yeah, like I've seen it. Another piece of advice is watch Deadwood. And it's like, 
yeah, on a minor level, just watch Deadwood. <laughs> also, the the next season is coming. This is like oh, are they doing, doing another, another one? Yeah, they're doing like a Deadwood movie. Like Jesus a, Christ, with sick. a lot of the same cast is all back. So sick. It's gonna be so awesome. But it was that advice where it was like, take this six month crack. And then I ended up getting like a couple of little paychecks in between, and then that bumps. You're like, you can't get unemployment that week. So I ended up like spreading it out over like nine months. And in that nine months, I got a lot of stuff done. I wrote like a sketch show for UCB. I started coaching improv. I found all this stuff. And it was all because Kevin was like, don't accidentally blow this opportunity. You're That's right. really funny. Good, yeah. good advice. Like quit your job. Yeah, it was like <laughs> quit, quit your job, job but industry. don't regret it. He goes, because God, cause he's like, in six months, you might be looking for a PA job. And if you might then be a PA, like that might just be the path for the rest of your life. He's like, don't you want to look back on that six month period and be like, I did this cool stuff during it. And it's yeah. like, take those crap, especially when you're young. I know. And I almost wonder if there's a flip to that advice. Cause there's so much old, old person advice of like, when you're young is when you can actually do stuff. And yeah. it's like, but when you're older is when you have money. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's true and it's not true. And it's sort of like, maybe us older people need to be like, I need to take six months off. Work yeah, but and when watch you're younger, you have, you have you got so yeah. I mean, I would definitely rewatch Deadwood, but you you have a but lot less quit. responsibility when you're young. Yes, like yeah. your rent was lower. You didn't have if a you wife had and rent, a dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if I if I tried to be like for six months, I'm going to travel. Like my wife would be like, "You can't do that," and then all of her friends would be like, "You should leave this," <laughs> yeah. and they'd be right. Yeah, no, they wouldn't be like. That's what's great. They would like, not be out of line. I feel like. We we both travel uh, solo for work a lot, so like we get we scratch that itch a little bit, but it is for work. But I think either one of us would be cool if I was like, babe, I think I want to go to Vietnam by myself. We're like at a level where we like it's not yeah. like I'm going on a fuck tour. <laughs> like she knows, like it's not about like I need to flirt with girls on my own. It's more like I think I just need it for my own growth. Yeah, like yeah, that's cool. And especially because uh, like she's not really like. She's so afraid of spiders that it's like detrimental to her like activities. Like she doesn't want to ever go camping or anything like that. And I'm like, well, that's stuff I want to do. So like you have to be cool with me doing it without right. you. Even if I, it's a fuck tour, as long as there's spiders involved, <laughs> yeah, you I'm like, be I, there. I'm going. I'm going. Oh, yeah, I'm going to the Congo and I'm going to fuck tarantulas. <laughs> if you ever want to go on any vacation without her, even if you want to just go to London, just, just say like, there might be a spider in the Airbnb. <laughs> I looked it up and it's Black Widow season in Scotland. <laughs> Aren't you going just on a scotch distillery tour? Nah, they got spiders all over there. But the name of the distillery is the Black Widow, don't you don't see? Don't go, don't go. The logo is everywhere. Do you guys have any uh, insane, like, like debilitating fears? Not debilitating fears. Phobias. Phobias or things that you think, like, if I didn't have this facet of my personality, I could do more things. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Those are two different things. Like, one is, like, being too neurotic and... Un I. I'm very, uh, I have a low tolerance of being like uncomfortable. So I don't like camping. Like when it's cold out, I, don't, I prefer not right. to camp. Uh, if it's too hot out, I prefer not to camp. So like, but it's I not also, it's not like you're like, I really wish I could go camping, but I'm, I'm so right. Yeah, fear like fear yeah, you're, yeah. Your thing is a phobia that you don't, or not even, your thing is a preference that you wouldn't Yes, change. a right. preference. Right. Like you, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, I wish I was cool with the cold so I can finally go camping. Like that <laughs> right. doesn't matter to you as much. Um, yeah. So, I guess I don't like going fast in things so like <laughs> but i like the idea of riding a motorcycle or like skiing down a mountain but anytime i've ever like gotten on the back of someone's bike or 
tried skiing, I'm like, this is way too fast. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, funny. So I, I guess if I had like a I little bit more like, like insane crowds, it feels the same way. Yeah, like, I, I think I, if I had like some kind of like action movie here, like I, I romanticize action movie heroes and then like, in the moment, I'm like, this is too intense. I am oh, fun. So I like I in the, the same way about like crowds. I'm like, dude, it'd be so amazing to be such a huge part of like the idea of Burning Man sounds amazing. And then it's like, if I'm like in like a crowd with like 50 people and they're remotely annoying, I'm like instantly turned off. By yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wish I had slightly higher tolerance for other people. You like, know? Yeah, I, what I, kind I feel of that. Like, so I guess I let other people that are arguably strangers ruin my time at other places where I'm like, I don't want to be at this place anymore because these, this like that the vibe here is that people are annoying. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'll like limit my own experience. Like, I don't want to go to that. It's going to be, it's, it's the, everyone's going to be like standing and singing and shit. I don't want to be concerts? at that. Like, it's like, yeah, like, miss <laughs> yeah. my own, like, miss a concert of a band I like because I don't want to deal Which with Which is interesting because like you're, you could easily hold court and be the center of attention. And I feel like I, I like that kind of thing too. I like being surrounded by people who are like friendly and everybody's having a good time. But if I go into a new space where like I don't know anyone, if I don't have like a, a warm introduction, I feel very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. If I don't have somebody to be like, this is Jake. Now, Jake, go speak when everyone over. Yeah. Th- then I I can't. I can't that, walk into a bar and just be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, that's when I have like nine drinks too fast. You know, like when you're at like a weird premiere party and you're like, <laughs> I thought I would know more people here. And then like you get stuck in a weird conversation and you're like, I got to get another drink. And you like walk over and get like as an excuse to leave. And then you're not talking to anyone. So you're just kind of, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I've had 12 tequila sodas and I'm at <laughs> this funnier die event that I don't even really want to be at. And now I'm too drunk. Now I get one interaction with a person that you're like, maybe like, of the level of people you wanted to network with. The boss. And you're like, and I'm fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like spitting in Will Ferrell's mouth again. <laughs> Frenching Adam McKay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm such God. a big fan. <laughs> um, hold, hold doors for people? <laughs> you're telling me to? Or yeah, that's start a phobia holding Oh, actually, I, I don't, maybe I talked about this on the podcast, but I learned uh, two gentlemanly things to do that, I, that I've done, and I think, I think it's nice. Okay, one, if you are getting into a taxi with a date, um, you think that opening the door is the polite thing to do, but technically, the polite thing to do is to get in first so you are the one who scoots, apparently. Yes. And then if you are going through a revolving door, it is more polite for you to go first. To get the momentum. Yeah, so you are actually... Yeah, you are the one opening the door. But all these things are not acceptable anymore. The gender (laughs) norms have switched. Yeah, yeah. I I always say, like, yes, the gender norms have switched, but to me, that just means hold the door open for guys now, too. Yeah, hold it for everybody. Yeah, like whoever, for the person behind you. It's really not that hard. I guess chivalry isn't really gender specific. It's just. Right, you can be chivalrous to people in general. And I think that's actually probably good life advice where it's like, if shit you would do, like this m'lady bullshit that you would do to, like, try to impress (laughs) chicks, like, yeah. Do it for Try guys. Try to impress a dude. But imagine buying a dude at like, I mean, a, a person, we should say, we, let's not even use gender. Just imagine <laughs> just like buying a drink for someone that you weren't trying to hook up with at the bar. It's like, hey, send, send those yourself. guys down there a couple of cocktails. <laughs> hey, that brings us like all the way dudes. back to buying a shot for your bartender. Yes. That's right. I want to start buying uh, like appetizers for people at the bar instead of like, enjoy, <laughs> be like, hey, this plate of onion rings is from that dude over there. And be like, enjoy, sister. <laughs> hey, can we get sweet tater tots then? You know what? One for you too. I'm hey, okay. Why don't you help yourself? To- <laughs> the cheeseburger. 
I already ate. <laughs> buying buying like lamb chops for the bartender. For the waiter. Hey, these are for you, man. Help yourself. It's like, what? You want one? <laughs> I was at the barber the other uh, a while ago, obviously, and a dude was like, I'm going to run by, I'm going to go next door and get myself some dinner. Do you guys want anything? They're like, no, no, we're fine. He's like, well, what if I grabbed you guys some like tater tots and some wings or something like that? You guys will have it? They're like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, thanks. And like the dude dropped off tater tots and wings. I'm like, I don't want these barbers going to eat like finger food in the back and coming out and cutting my hair. <laughs> but it was like a sauce. weird, the, the dude like forced it on them in a weird way. He was, wait, he was a guy that getting, getting his hair cut and then he went out and got them food? Yeah, he like knew them a little bit more than I did, at least <laughs> way, way more than I did. Oh, that just this is something completely separate, but this is something that's a new pet peeve of mine. I'll give advice. Also, let yourself be treated to things. For example, like uh, we're out to dinner, you offer to pay rather than fight and make a big stink out of it and be like, "No, let me pay half. Let me pay half." Let because my mom this stresses me. My mom and my aunt do this so much. Like we always go out to dinner at the, with these two families. And my, my my mom will be like, let me pay. My aunt will be like, you're not fucking paying, Joey. And they like the fight over yeah. it. And then it's like, if my mom ends up treating, both parties are now mad. Yeah. And one of yeah. them got a free dinner and one of them got to buy their dinner for their sister. I so like, I feel like I, I've said it because like we were out and someone bought us dinner and Tiffany was like arguing with them. I went, hey, this was very nice of you to treat us. Yes. It's, Thank you so much. Dude, I have the exact same issue and I have a system for it. You have You do one... One protest and then that's it. You I do- call it a, a faux test. You say, like, oh no, no, no. Let me <laughs> let's split it. And they say, no, I got it. And then like stop and say thank you. Because th- the right. weirdest thing is for somebody to be like, let me pay, let me get your dinner. And then you feel they feel like you're mad at. Yeah, and it's like you're in this moment where you're like, no, I'm trying to help you by offering to pay my half. And then you're like, but really what I'm doing is negating what you offered to do. And in your head, just clock that and be like, well, next time I go out with Amir, let me make sure I buy him dinner. Yeah, well, he'll never buy you dinner. Yeah, yeah, I'm not stressed about that. (laughs) How about lunch? (laughs) How about you buy me lunch first and then we'll hopefully get around to another one where I I thought we got you a sandwich that day at Trencher. I'm not – I think I paid. No. That's I love that. That's the joke I do with my manager if we're ever out to dinner. Like I know he's gonna put it on the company card, oh, yeah. but I do the the, le- the fake wallet lean where I go like le- make eye contact and go, <laughs> and he goes, yeah. "Don't worry about it." I'm like, I know, but That's I want to do. You just pretend- got a motion. Yeah, <laughs> this was a sponge in my back pocket anyway. <laughs> I lost my wallet years ago. I have no identity. <laughs> You know that. <laughs> you as you my should, manager. As my manager. Oh, you don't. We should talk more. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any others. How about advice of someone who's starting a podcast? Ooh, I'm just thinking of like things advice. I've done and like things we've all done in life. I okay. usually tell people that the idea has to be like easily produced. A lot of people like come in with grandiose ideas. Like I'm going to talk to this person. Then I'm going to interview their grandparents. And then when I interview their grandparents, they're going to like link me up with one person. And then I'll do like a sit down interview. And that'll be an episode. Right. Yeah. Like, after four, you're going to be so burnt out. Yeah. Don't it's do like, that. Ima- imagine doing it. Yes. That's right. all I say is like, imagine doing it. Like think about your favorite podcast. How many episodes do they have? Okay. Can you do that many episodes of your idea? That's right. Make but, it as simple as possible. Ideally, you and maybe a friend, maybe a guest. Even guests we find is difficult to get. So it's like just me and Jake sometimes. Right. It makes so so much. Well, that's pretty much what when you guys came to me to do High and Mighty, I was inspired by uh, the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin show oh, and yeah. that he sort of does whatever he wants. Right. And I enjoy that it's self-serving because I enjoy Jeff. 
Yes. So when it was like my turn, I was like, well, I kind of don't know what I want to do, whether I want to, I want to be able to talk about action movies and like the action boys and the Taco Bell were two things I knew I wanted to do. Yeah. And I was like, but I also want to like, I love to have highfalutin conversation. I love to sit down with two buds and be like, what's like real life advice? And like that shit you can't. So I was like, what's the umbrella for all of that? And I'm like, oh, a non-specific title. Yeah, the it's John Gabriel's show. Right, basically. exactly. The Without, Gabriel's Variety Hour. I would have called it something like that if Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show wasn't what I was ripping <laughs> the off. John the John Gabriel's Jeff Rubin Show. <laughs> <laughs> the John Gabriel's John Gabriel Show would be so fucking transparent. And what I ended up doing was making a podcast that was, now it's peak self-serving, where I pick the guests, they come to my house, <laughs> and we talk about a topic we've chosen together. That's right. Now, that's insane, but it's how I've gotten to almost 200 episodes. That's it's right. like the yeah. only way is that would have happened is like if I made it easy. Because that was the thing I said to you guys, too, when you were like, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, I don't want to do any of the work. And you were like, look, we'll get the equipment. We'll <laughs> do the editing. We'll upload it. Like I'm like, I'm not good with technology. It takes me so long. And you're like, we'll do all of that. We just think you're funny. Like You guys gave me the confidence boost that I really needed when you were like, we just think you're funny and you're the type of person that should have a podcast. And I was like, and you're like, we're launching a podcast network. We want to launch you. I was like, well, I wouldn't have, I still might not have started a podcast yet. Yeah. <laughs> if you, and it took like you guys saying, do the thing. Look, well, yeah. I'm glad look we how did right we were. Right. Yeah. How right we were. Podcasting ends up being my fucking main income. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm alive still because of podcasts. <laughs> it's truly kept me sane because. It's been my new live shows where, like, no matter what was going on in my entertainment career, I would get to go do improv and make ev or stand up and everyone laugh and feel good. Yeah. And now I got that on a slightly larger scale where it's like instead of 200 people, it's 20,000 people. And I'm like so excited to, like, I still have this. Yeah. No matter because really it, you can go to every meeting and get rejected, get rejected. But then when you sit down and put on the mic, you're like, well, this is my domain. Yeah, right. this is like people want to hear this. We That's can do whatever we want. Right, exactly. And it's like look, we're fucking so lazy. We combine two episodes into one. <laughs> it's perfect for us. Advertisers are gonna love this. We garbage. couldn't do this on TV. You couldn't. No. I mean, there used to be crossover episodes, but, of course, but it would be wildly expensive. <laughs> of course, we can't do this. But they used to do it. I know. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Palomir flip right in front on of us on a trifle, baby. <laughs> Tell me where to go. Uh, I I would say also like, and this maybe will piss a lot of people off. Don't, oh, is this the Jewish thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about like quality, like soundproofing your room or anything yet. Just oh, get it going. Marissa is sweating. <laughs> Marissa's like, yeah, no shit, Gabriel. Even <laughs> if the microphone's peak, it's fine. Yeah. Right, Marissa? <laughs> Don't worry about sound quality because Marissa will handle it, is what we're saying. <laughs> I think the main thing I would say, like another th important thing is consistency. Yeah. Just, day of the week. Choose a day of the week and, and stick to it. And just do it. Yeah. Uh, and like try to never miss i've never missed one thursday i one time i did but it came out on friday but just because i had no idea what the date was and this right. was two weeks ago and it's because <laughs> so three years there's only one thursday missed but also I, I've, never, I've never taken a week off from an episode ever i i've had episodes come out on christmas and new year's i've that's never amazing. i've never not had an episode come out in a week that's great yeah and that's another testament to the idea not being so difficult you don't have to like grab friends or yeah. do interviews or, or do too much insane right editing. or like okay i gotta punch up this jam now <laughs> you know like this wow. is a, my 290th jam Thank God they I have to make to an me. original song this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, when you guys were talking about like the work of a podcast if you go to guest on that podcast you're like you wrote a song <laughs> yeah. in your yeah. free time yeah. Jesus and they Christ. do not have free time <laughs> yeah no they're both working human beings it's wild um, yeah and also for me my podcast allowed me the thing it all stemmed from too was the reason Action Boys exists is because one time at Birds 
me, Rogers, and Stanger all just happened to start talking about the movie Predator, and we were all so informed and so obsessed with it. We talked for like 45 minutes, and there's not often that you talk to your adult friends yeah. for 45 minutes, unbroken, not, and like where you're not like, I should go talk to someone else. But like, yeah. we just happen to have this corner table. We don't, we didn't really know each other that well at the time. Yeah. I mean, me and Rogers are longtime friends, but we didn't know Stanger that well, and we started talking to him. And I was like, this is why podcasts exist for hosts. Is like, I want to talk to my fucking friend. Like literally, I just when yeah. I saw you guys the other day for the for that thing, I was like, Do you guys when are you in when are you in town? Let's do a fucking podcast together. Yeah. It's a, it's a way to catch up for one. It's a hour. way to professionally hang out. Yeah. It's a way to it's a way to monetize making <laughs> it's a way to monetize conversations. Finally. Yeah. How can I, I make money off my friends? Out. It's a way to get a mirror to talk to you. <laughs> you owe me seventy bucks, by the way. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I'm paying oh, I have to pay I should start paying my guests. <laughs> not That's now. A whole other thing. Yeah, not today. <laughs> not today. Starting next year. Headgum should start doing it. Is it should it be should I be stressed out at all that the guys who run my podcast company are l- launching Patreon. <laughs> Is oh. that a bad sign? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're fucked, dude. <laughs> we are trying to cork the dam any way we possibly can. Um, any other podcast advice? Uh, keep it simple. Wear schedule. Headphones. Wear headphones. Says, but, yeah, we Marissa should be asking wear headphones. headphones. <laughs> yeah, but see, I already don't like her advice. <laughs> Get your own podcast, Marissa. I, I think it ties back into the the other advice that we have is just do the thing. I feel right. like with with podcasts, with writing, with so many creative endeavors that I that people ask me about, they're like perfectionists before they even get started. It's so self-defeating to be like, I'm not going to do this unless I can do it right. Like, you're not going to do it right. You won't. You're, dude, your first episode is not going to be the fucking best thing you've ever done. You're speaking to my core right now. This is my main yeah. issue is like, I know if I try to write this thing, it's not going to be as funny as it is in my head. Right. And it's like, of course not. No, it won't <laughs> be the first time. It. You got to get it to that yeah, point. That's yeah, that's what effort is. So but like, you got to write that shit thing. Yeah, Ugh. And it's so, it's so easy to, you're, Jake, you're so right. It's so easy to think that you're working on something by thinking about it. Right. But you are like, so I've been not. like knocking this idea around in my head for a while. Like yeah. I, I personally do, and I know my friends do too, where they're like, yeah, I want to write that fucking paintball movie, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you've been talking about that for 18 months. <laughs> like, you would have written it if you would have had eight drafts done. You would have sold it and shot it by yeah. now. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy too, because like the longer you do think about it, the more perfect it has to be when it does in come out. In order for it to justify all the time you thought so about j- it. Hey, just throw some shit on a wall. It, it's okay. Like just record it. You don't even have to release it, but just record it. Just start doing the podcast because it's so easy to get caught up in the like, we should, we should, we should, we should. And it's like, just do it. Yeah. yeah. You can um, always delete your back catalog when you think you finally recorded your perfect. Episode. Right, right, right. Um, that the uh, that Ira Glass advice that's like your taste uh, out, like your taste is better than your skills. So, like, if you're a fan of something, if you're a fan of comedy, your taste in comedy, you are not good enough to impress yourself mm. until you get better at it. So, like, that could limit. That's really that smart. limits you in a weird way because you're like. Well, I love painting, but I can't paint like my favorite paintings. And it's like, right. no shit, neither could they when they started. Yeah, that but wasn't in- Picasso's first starry night. No, that's Van Gogh. Sorry. <laughs> edit that out. Marissa, I really Marissa, should know no art. editing on High and Mighty. <laughs> <laughs> the only editing we ever do on High and Mighty is when someone goes, can you take out the part where I shit talk someone by name that might eventually hire me? Yeah, Van Gogh. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, fuck. Your, your ex's uh, sister with the sandwich shop. Right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The getting your skill level to your taste level is something like there's that huge gap there and that'll prevent you from doing anything if you really – of course, 
Right. You should have good taste in the thing you like, and eventually you'll reach it if you're pursuing it. Yeah, but you don't get better by not doing it. Exactly. It's so easy to be like, I have this funny idea for a movie, but then you start writing it, and you're like, this isn't as funny, and this is way harder than I thought it was, and it's not as rewarding as I thought it was. Yeah. But you just got to fucking know what it's going to be like at... Writing sucks. Having written is awesome. Yep. <laughs> Running sucks. Having ran <laughs> is awesome. Sex sucks. Having sexed is awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean in the midst of co- in mid-coitus it sucks? <laughs> yeah. But then like after the, the afterglow? Fact- yeah. Just laying down next to someone and going, that was awesome. And then you're like, did you come? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but not in English. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Gamers loved it. <laughs> well, I just explained the most insane dynamic. That you, have, that you are like hating the fact that you're coming. And then afterwards, you're like, finally, now I can cut loose. Now I can do the best part, which is adding it to my number. Well, <laughs> I will say in a long-term relationship, there is an element to having had sex where you're like, like if we fuck like early or something like that in the, yeah. in the day, it's like, well, now... We don't have to even think about it. Yeah, like, it's, it's not like, on anybody's mind anymore. Yeah, now it's like it's now not hanging over us. Now I can eat a big meal. That's why I exercise <laughs> in the morning. That's a great, great piece of advice. <laughs> also, uh, for un- going back to that unemployed thing and the creative life, something that the guy said to me that day too that stuck with me was set an alarm. Even if your alarm is 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., mm. set an alarm and build yourself a routine. Oh. Yeah. And it's true. And it's like getting up and going to the gym in the morning is like for someone who has their own schedule is like you can't technically you can go at one or three or whatever. But yeah. it's like but I won't. you'll easily put something in front of you. If you just get up and go and do it, you can come home. Like Bi- like Billy Scafuri always says, he's like, and then think about it. You can come home and smoke weed and do nothing all day long. <laughs> you don't normally do that, but if you're he allowed- He doesn't say that to me, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for me, he he's like, just think it's about it. It's the only it. way to get me yeah, to the yeah. gym. He's, he's got different tools for motivating people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what makes him awesome. He tells me I can spend the rest of my day setting my fantasy basketball lineup. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, thanks, Billy. <laughs> Run away with your fucking Spot game me. Time to go lose money on FanDuel. <laughs> you know, I wanted to answer some questions, but this is the better. It's kind of like the unsolicited advice episode of our podcast. We're just yeah, throwing we'll play a that bunch theme of... song at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that works. Uh, yeah. Perfect. And this works for High Mighty because it's all over the place and garbage. <laughs> 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 Except people are going to be like, it's recorded well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's but let's wrap it up with uh, physical health or fitness advice you've received. Ooh. Like or or that you want to give. Here's something that Mono, uh, who's been a guest on my podcast a bunch of times, uh, he says, and it stuck with me. And Stanger always brings it up on Dumbbells, another Headgum podcast. Uh, it stuck with him too. Mono says, like late at night, if you're feeling the craving to eat, like you've been drinking or you're stoned and you want to eat something so gross, you're like, let's get pizza, let's get fat sales. He will tell himself, don't do that, but. Go to sleep, and when you wake up in the morning, you can eat whatever you want. You can have a huge-ass breakfast, pancakes, you want burritos, you want whatever. <laughs> you can get it all in the morning. And then you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you're like, I'm not going to fucking do this. Like, <laughs> I, I want an apple. Yeah, That's like, I don't want that your future now. self rather right? than And it's like tricking yourself. Yeah. Lie to you, your future self. Yes. Or lie to your current self. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're, have your, your future, future self yeah. via your current self. <laughs> right. uh, tell your current self 
future selves lie. Yeah. Yeah. Can you <laughs> manipulate? <laughs> I think I just time travel. Manipulate your future, your current self. Let your future self I, just walk through the door. <laughs> oh fuck! He shoots me. <laughs> Looper. <laughs> That's my movie. Is Pooper. Nice. I get shot on the toilet by future self. <laughs> Dude, is it? T- oh man, I wish College Humor was still making originals. Uh, just, Pooper. Yeah, because you all you. <laughs> my favorite gag about College Humor was like, okay, what's something that's topical? Great, we have Looper. What's something that is from our childhood? Great, Tetris. <laughs> okay, it's Tetra Looper. And it's like, thank you, Dan Gerwich. And We're can ready we make to rock. It a pun? <laughs> I think when you have to put out three videos a week, you get to that yeah. point. And it's on dig. <laughs> yeah. Rele- relevant pun. <laughs> relevant pun is true. Yeah. Uh, Come up with a title, work backwards from there. Yeah, that's um, what Shanghai Nights was, I think. <laughs> oh, cool. I think. I, I might, Stop I, bringing that up. We've had to edit out the first 40 times you brought up Shanghai Nights. We'll leave that one in. <laughs> um, Do you have I, any good physical fitness or health advice? I think the only the thing that has been the truest for me is that, like, there was a lot of times where I was like, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get jacked. And I never, and I would always like try to do something that I wasn't like, I'd like force myself to lift or run or something. And it wasn't until I realized that I liked hiking and climbing and doing these and like bike riding. It's like, oh, if you make your exercise something you enjoy, then you can work out without actually feeling feeling like, like, oh, fuck, I got to go to the gym. I got to do this set. And like I've been so into climbing that that's like made me more into lifting because you're like, like I, I want to get better at climbing. Right, I want my core to be stronger so I can be a better climber. So that's like translated now into liking the gym. So I think if you can find an exercise that you enjoy, it doesn't have like I don't think that very many people just enjoy being on the elliptical for 20 minutes. Right, right. But like you might like playing pickup soccer or like joining a, yes. a softball Yes, and then league. you also might go like, oh, if I ran a little more, I would be better at my pickup soccer game. Right. Yeah. So just, yeah, find the thing that ignites the That's me. Passion. That's why I sign up for half marathons and, and play rugby still every once in a while is because it's yeah. like the only, I just, I'm, I still am like got a little bit of jock in me where I'm like, I don't want to be bad at this. Yeah. yeah. You let, you're competitive. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then you don't want to, f- and even if it's just with myself, I'm like, well, don't, if you're going to go to Seattle to play rugby, you might as well tr- be able to try yeah. hard while you're there. Find a way to compete. Oh, that's so true. It's so, that's so fun. Also, you were saying, I'm going to get jacked. I'm going to get jacked. And sometimes when you're saying that, you're like, all right, so I'm going to lift four days a week. And then like when you, when you set the bar too high on yourself right? and you're like, no one can get to the gym that, but if you go, if you go one day a week and you were going zero previously, you've yeah. improved your life 100%. Like, <laughs> and it's like, instead you're like, well, I'm not going five. And it's like, well, if the options are five or zero, yeah. like you're in a bad place. If if the options are zero, one, or five, and one is better than zero. <laughs> That's doing the thing. It's just doing the thing. Just Fuck, do it. dude. It all it comes is. Back we should sell this tagline to Nike. Okay, ready? Just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should make it a little longer. <laughs> Just, Just do the friggin' thing. Do the thing. Dude. Couple more words in there. Uh, and it'll be three swooshes. <laughs> what about you, A? Do you have any? Uh, I like going with a friend. That's helped me a lot. Going with Billy, going with you, going uh, with The anybody. accountability part. Yeah. We don't even, I don't even work out with you necessarily, but just knowing that I'm like, are you, the text, are you going tomorrow? That's right. It's enough to be like, yeah, I should. Right. <laughs> like, I'll go I wasn't going to go if you didn't text there. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, one last piece of health advice that I got for diet specifically is uh, come up with a easy, healthy breakfast that you can eat five days a week and not be like burned out on, even if you change it every couple of weeks. Like if you, I eat two hard boiled eggs every morning for about 
five years now. Like, and it's so about simple. Five hours, and it makes it. <laughs> Guaranteed that one of my meals, I when in the morning when I don't have like the, the correct decision making uh, ability going on, one of my meals every day is relatively healthy, and I and it's easy, and yeah. I have no because it's like if I let myself be like, let me maybe order breakfast, let me go make something. It's like just bang down those eggs, and you're fucking moving along. Yeah, yeah. I think that's eggs a big thing for easy. What yeah. eggs are insanely easy to make? Yes, like really thirty are. seconds. It's awesome, and it's like, <laughs> and it's protein. It's no carbs. And yeah. It's like, it's a very easy thing. Or if your thing is oatmeal, or it's bowl of fruit, or it's a smoothie, right. just make the same thing. And then if you look at it, if you eat like shit the rest of the meals, but Monday through Friday, or even Monday through Sunday, but say, say do it Monday through Friday, there's twenty one meals a week. If you eat. Uh, healthy breakfast Monday through Friday, 25% of your meals are healthy. Yeah. No matter what you do the rest of them. If you go ham on the rest of them, literally eat eating ham. ham. <laughs> Loose I, ham. I, I, that diets are, I used to always think that diet is just like, oh, so eat a salad all the time. And I hate salads. Right. But like, I've, I think I've learned that there's a, there's a million different diets out there. You find one that like is toler, tolerable to your palate. Yeah. Like a diet where I can have eggs in the morning. That's, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I like I, eggs. I always say, don't even worry about dying, just dieting. Worry about being less gross than you were previously. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do all you, I do, it's like, do normally I would have your, a burger here, but maybe I'll just get chicken. Do you something. prep all your eggs for, do you like hard boil 12 eggs? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to start doing that. But I usually do them fresh in the morning because I like them a little warm. Oh. But I'm going to start going, I, if I start going to the gym early again, I, I'm going to have them done so I could just pop them, drink my coffee, shit, like, and like get pills. to the gym. Yeah. Just <laughs> uh, on the drive to the gym, pop two hard-boiled eggs in my mouth, swallow them with a cold brew, and then get immediately in the sauna and shit a fucking alive chicken. <laughs> What the fuck? That's how eggs work. <laughs> That's how eggs work. Gabriel incubates, in chi- incubates the chick on, in his body and shits it out. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. If I were high and mighty. Oh, thank you for coming on. If I were our high and mighty, podcast. too. Oh, please, it was such a pleasure having myself on your podcast. This is one of our longest episodes, so hopefully our fans appreciate. This is it one as of well. my shorter episodes. <laughs> we met in the middle. Compromise. I don't look at a clock, a headphone, the levels. I don't do anything clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, where are you guys at on Twitter for high and mighty listeners so that they can tweet at us unsolicited advice or advice that they've gotten at different stages? That's great. I'd love to read that. I'm yeah. Jake Hurwitz. At Jake Hurwitz. At Jake and Amir. At Jake and Amir. And I'm at Gabrus, G-A-B-R-U-S. Solid get. Yeah. Dude, guys, check out uh, Jake and Amir's podcast, If I Were You. And if you're just a fan of me and hate these guys, I've been on a few episodes of theirs. Start right. there. I think you'll become a fan of their podcast. And likewise, if you're listening to this episode on the If I Were You feed, listen to more High and Mighty. You yeah. obviously like Pop it. Back Do you have over a good entry level podcast for people that are uh, listening to you on the first time for the first time on our podcast? Probably the one with us on it. I guess Pro- that's probably yeah, this but- one. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first one, because the first one is like not really about anything. It's about starting a podcast yeah. that you guys did. It hey, didn't it not even have a name or it did have a name. Then. I think it had a name at that point. Uh, but I think like you can check out any one of the Action Boys episodes that's just talking about movies. The Taco Bell episodes are sort of like brand, yeah, like yeah. on brand. Uh, I highly recommend checking those out. Um, and then the Power Hour episodes are pretty gross and disgusting I live. I love but, the Power but Hour people, episodes. But people seem to dig them. John Carlos Power Hour episode is it's one like of my insane. <laughs> those, you have to know them to realize how insane it is that they're talking into <laughs> microphones. 
That's really true. <laughs> check out the Action Boys podcast and Raised by TV, and check out Buckets, and uh, <laughs> check out Not Another D and D podcast. We're all multi podcast heads in here. <laughs> check out All Fantasy Everything because Mars really likes those guys. She couldn't give a fuck about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Demi and Miel are standing outside the door, giving us threatening gestures. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. All, that's all, ten feet tall together. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, shitheads. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.